0: So I was giving advice without any of the context of the real world that most of these people would be applying that advice to. Especially beauty, right? Because I was trying. I had the luxury of trying all these incredible products, but also on a twenty-two-year-old fate. Like it's you see, were cheating. <laughs> it was cheating. You know, it was cheating. I was like, go was to cheating. this
1: shop, you'll love it. I'm yeah. 24 and I love it. I tried it
0: so many. I times. I told people to wear sequins for d- I this whole first-person essay about how your evening wardrobe shouldn't be, you know, shouldn't only come out at night. Wear it on the, you know, wear it during the day. The k- kooky or
1: you dress right, the but more no one's going into the DMV
0: have. in the morning and doing their ho- or going into Sea Town and like starting up their day job in a fucking sequin dress. Who the fuck would?
1: I'm Annie Fox and I'm Laurel Pinson and this is Workwives Conversations at Your Desk with the Woman Who Knows You Best.
0: So Pinson? Yes. I read an article that I really loved on the site. On our website? Oh, tell me. Yeah. It is a story about a woman who came to terms with being a feminist who's submissive in bed. Oh, I loved that one. It's a really great first person essay, but it got me, I mean, it got me thinking about a a million things. I was in like a, a, like a brain spiral. I was so, (laughs) it took me to so many places, but where I netted out ultimately, aside from obviously the story itself, was like the idea of how we get advice or find out kind of like signposts for living our life now is so different to how it was when I originally like when I started out started writing I mean I felt like I took so many amazing things out of that first person essay which maybe I like you know back in when I started out in this job in 2002 writing fashion I would have done as like a kind of more clear outline I like it would have been like a
1: TK ways situation, which which no, for those TK sorry this is a bit insider jargon. For those Oof. who do, for those for those who don't write copy all day, um, TK is sort of a shorthand that we use for something that basically means to come. Like you know you you don't have the text mapped out yet, and so you use TK. TK ways is sort of an easy shorthand for saying five ways to make your hair look flawless in five minutes. Oof. Five God. Ways in five minutes. You know, it's, we both know that we've written that story at some point. A million times. Like TK Ways is like an essential format um, yeah. and something that we used a lot. But I, I like what you said about learning something more from a first-person perspective yeah. because I think we had big brands who were sort of one unified monolithic voice that told you one way or the other. You know, there were very clear rules of etiquette. And there was so much – advice that was like, this is the correct way to behave and the incorrect way to behave. And it was kind of a relief in some ways that you had mm-hmm. these very mm-hmm. clear signposts. Yeah. Um. But increasingly, somebody's first person take on these things is what certainly in terms of performance, performs better on our site. It's what people share more. It's what people are more interested in because it's more personal.
0: I just think it's interesting to think about how advice has evolved as the stuff that we've needed as women has evolved. And also just as our definition of women and our kind of collective identity has become more intersectional, more inclusive. Like there isn't just one way for a woman to be happy at anything. And maybe that's what's kind of drawn us to... The personal essays. Let's talk a little bit about dos and don'ts because I think it's just a really interesting, like, little isolated example. Because it's a something that glamour has done for a really, really long time. I think it's like, 50 I mean, it has a gravitational
1: pull of its own. It does for sure.
0: And I think it's it's been around for a long time, so we can look at
1: it from that kind of evolution and what it like how it's evolved you over could, time. You could you could certainly teach like an anthropology class just around dos and don'ts. Oh, I mean. I just want to have a conversation about do's and don'ts all day, every day. It's so interesting. (laughs) So do's and don'ts has been a glamour franchise for a really long time. The way that it's appeared in the magazine has really fluctuated over the years. It's been at sometimes a fully evolved section that would have do's and don'ts from, you know, lifestyle to what you were going to wear. And then it's sort of evolved into being the back page of the magazine. Mm -hmm. And now it's mostly just do's um, because obviously you do you. and Yeah, and well, because women don'ts. are like, fuck the don'ts. And fuck the don'ts. Give me the do's. Um, but readers loved do's and don'ts. Historically, we got a lot of really great reader feedback um, because I think people really embraced and were looking for some kind of guideposts around a world that was really difficult to navigate. Yeah, and I also think women just didn't, I mean, we didn't have social
0: media. So women didn't connect with other women to get ideas from fairly really as many places as we get ideas now. So the sort of, the kind of personal, the privilege of personal stories that we have now didn't exist then. So yeah, you were like, Grandma, help me fucking sort this out because I'm standing in a mall and I have no fucking idea what
1: to wear. But it's so, obviously evolved into something that's a bit more free form and a bit more positive, you know, right. less emphasis on what not to do and more emphasis on how to just experiment with, you know, how you want to dress and how you want to be.
0: But But the first step, maybe it's the first step in the 12-step program of You Do You, is like we should look back, and because it's hilarious, we should look back at some of the advice we've dealt out.
1: Because some completely of the advice, out of context. Completely out of context. <laughs> some which of the is the advice. most fun way to do this? So a lot of the advice that we gave, I'm sure, throughout the years was spot on and very appropriate to the time and timeless, maybe. And in some cases, probably timeless. Um, you know, but some of the advice feels a little more has not aged well. Has not aged well. Let's just that say is, that
0: has not aged. That's well. the best. Because way you know, women's again, women's needs have evolved and
1: thankfully a print page from 1956 is still the same today so we can read it and make fun of it out of context <laughs> please i mean we have just spoken about the fact that we are now shaming ourselves for articles that we probably oh, wrote yeah. just two years ago I know. so imagine if we had to look at articles that we'd written like 40 years ago
0: so we decided to make this a party i mean it's a party with you always well and do's and don'ts were a party do's they and don'ts were a, a party they were f- they were fun they were very fun so in the spirit of that fun To make this a party, we invited Noah Silverstein to come along and go through some do's and don'ts with us. I think he's going to be an excellent guest.
1: Welcome, Noah. Thank you for having me. We're very happy to have you here. Happy to be here. Noah, you work in Glamour's fashion department. I do. Do you not?
2: That is so true.
1: What do we need to know about fashion?
2: Let's see. The biggest buzzword is authenticity.
1: Oh, mm. great. Doritos are in then. Agree.
2: Mm-hmm. Agree. Okay. Exactly. All
1: right. You, you're welcome. You belong.
2: Oh, great. Continue.
1: So, Noah, what do you feel qualifies you to speak on do's and don'ts?
2: I'm very opinionated. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Let's go back way back. I'd like to start with summer tops. Summer tops. <laughs> mm-hmm summer tops the Hit do's it. and don'ts of summer tops um from i'm clearing august. my throat for you <clears> throat> please from august 1973 quote do wear a top that has all the super coordination this one has it's number one a sleek neat fit in perfect proportion to the city slick pant don't stuff yourself into a too tight top well, <laughs>
2: well, where
0: do we start?
2: Where you know to what? really be? Where to begin? Where
1: to begin? It, what, what's initial
0: thoughts on that one?
2: I stuffed myself into my skinny jeans today, so <laughs>
0: right. Others might consider it being hugged by your clothes, which is what I like to think about. A it strong, as. Embrace. I, a strong embrace by my jeans, which are clearly too small for me.
2: But look, the summer tops of nineteen seventy-three. You know what? I, I kind of agree you shouldn't suffer oh. you shouldn't stuff yourself into a um, a too tight top because especially now there's so many more options for women um to you know find a silhouette or a look that you know does as i said celebrate your body in the way that you you know you want and, you know, celebrate the feeling that you f- should feel when you wear clothes.
1: You're sort of spinning it like, don't stuff yourself into anything, really. Wear clothing that you feel comfortable in. Exactly. That's your take. Okay. Exactly. Well, if you, if you look at it in that light, it's better. When I, I'll admit when I first read it, I was sort of like, well, some ladies have boobs and that's okay. Yeah, it's got a touch of the body shames about it's got a it. touch right. of body shames. I don't really want to dwell on this for too long, but I will also say that a sleek, neat fit neat, neat. and the city sleek, slick pant. Fit. I just thought, man, like... I don't even know what that is.
0: I mean, that's telling me that I can never drop food on myself again, which is just an impossibility.
1: Or a city right. slick pant. I mean, liquid might just run right off of it. We Onward. got so many more to go,
0: guys. We have, Onward! This we got was so many the tip more of to go. The it was <laughs> still on number one. I know. Um, the do's and don'ts of go ed dorm outfits.
2: Ooh. This I had a problem with. um, Oh, great. Well, let's
0: read it so that everyone can have a problem (laughs) with it.
2: The do's and don'ts of co-ed dorm outfits. The casual atmosphere of a co-ed dorm doesn't necessarily mean let it all hang out. Do make the effort to look pulled together, even after class. Don't cream your face and set your hair in front of a male audience. (sighs) You're likely to remind any man more of his mother than a liberated woman. (laughs)
0: 1973 guys that was from September 1973 that's not even that
1: long ago that's not
2: even that long ago
0: I know it's it's like a salad dressing of fuckery (laughs) Right. Like I can't
1: possibly. I also the good just bits from the bad just, bits. just every time I think of creaming Cream my face, face. <laughs> I know. Right. Okay. It just sounds like a special category right. on that, a porn site.
2: I will say that the most offensive and problematic part that I find with that is um, the part of reminding reminding a man of your mother
1: of his
0: mother rather than a liberated woman. If they see all the work that goes into apparently looking put together,
1: they, they might actually work, think it like, takes Ugh. work and. And I remember Ugh.
0: when my mom used to set her hair, that's really unsexy.
1: Yeah. Right. Because moms, P.S., are unsexy.
2: Basically, what's underneath this this statement is that women shouldn't put an effort, at least outwardly, into yeah. their appearance. They should just wake up, up looking like this. I woke this. up like this. They woke Which up I like this. I have a hard
1: time with as an expression. P.S. Same. Because you didn't, girl.
2: I, I kind of imagine a woman in her college dorm room, you know, Oh, going into her dorm, closing the door and five seconds later, you know, you hear a timer ding and she comes out looking like, you know this like, a 1973 babe.
0: This one, I'm sorry I'm just moving on because I love this one so much Okay, pay attention. Here's how to get dressed on top. Do wear a chic tube top if you are this size A cup. Do try a pretty, just sexy enough top. B cup. Oh my god. Do wear a good fit bra with a good fit tank. C cup. Do give your breasts the lift they need Exclamation point. D cup. They did it by cup they size. They did it by cup mm-hmm. size in 2005. Shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> Yeesh. You, I you, like what, the good oh. fit bra with a good fit tank. Like, yeah. how do you even know? Also, Is you're only allowed fit? to
0: wear a tube top if you're an A?
2: I mean, yeah. Here are my chief issues with this 2005, 11 years ago, mm-hmm. Don't report. They only... Talk about A through D. Dang. That is the biggest issue. Yeah, fair. The second is obviously, you know, funneling all of these different women with, I guess, similarly size, if you can even probably imagine, boobs into four categories.
0: Like, every woman with an A will look equally as acceptable
1: in a tube top. Noah, I think you should do the guys' do's and don'ts. The guys' do's oh, and
2: don'ts. Yeah. There's a guys' one. The guys' do's and don't. Let me read it. Ponytails, capris, thongs. On men? <gasps> when did this start? And the dumb t-shirts? Don't show the world how rude you are. Frat guy tees are about as sexy as back hair. Oh! <laughs> takes uh, take <laughs> your breath away.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just sad because I love a, a like a guy in a ponytail, kind mm-hmm. of. I mean, anybody who's seen Brad Pitt and Legends of the Fall has to love a guy in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how old this was, but that movie was quite a bit ago. This was even pre-The Man Bun. God knows right. what totally. this writer thinks of a man bun. I will just also say, some people
0: have back hair, and they didn't choose to have back hair, and you should just give them a fucking break.
2: Give them, give a man a back hair pass. Yeah! Seriously. seriously. Oh, yeah. It's a hereditary
0: Also, hair. Thing. Like, if I can have a full whack bush, you can have a hairy back amen touché. sister yeah, amen touché. sister i'm just saying let the let the pelt be free yep charge them for their t-shirt not their back hair that's what that's the platform <laughs> upon which i am campaigning put that on <laughs> a t-shirt thank you
1: let's keep going
2: i did want to bring up someone apparently in the 60s Spotting someone in an airport snack bar with an exposed girdle. <gasps>
1: the, the horror.
2: For anyone who doesn't know what a girdle is, uh, the 2016 21st century version is Spanx. Spanx, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
2: At the airport snack bar, our photographer found an embarrassingly exposed girdle. Short skirts can be sweet and demure. Or disaster. <laughs> be conscious of how you sit, how you walk, how you get in and out of cars.
1: I mean, there's a lot was, of things to be conscious of. <laughs> this was also before celebrities got in and out of cars just wearing no underpants. Mm-hmm. True. I think Thank we you, all, Paris Hilton. Yeah, we might have been a little happier if there was a girdle involved in that instance. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mind. Okay,
0: yep, absolutely. Sorry, that's what
1: I meant. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it was great. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. But the truth is, who cares? I mean, to right. me, this, this has the same premise as the face mask, where it's like, God forbid, mm-hmm. everybody knows how your outfit actually came together? Like yeah. this was like exposed bra straps. Remember how people would like snap your bra strap if mm-hmm. they saw it to be like, well, that's hanging out. Like that was just letting it all hang out. I was like, how do you think these are staying up the way that they are currently? You know, right?
2: What, I
0: mean? what
1: else is holding all right. this tissue
0: in my top if it's right. not my bra? Right? Yeah. How
2: am I supposed to fit? you're the mold that you're setting for me without the know, actual mold without the actual <laughs> without with, the actual mold right without it's the it's actual it's... setting Man, um
1: reading all of these
0: back to back makes us sound like such assholes well, it's, I think everyone was probably being
1: assholes at the time. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we were being any more assholes than probably everybody else was. Exactly. I think this was pretty this standard is, advice. I'm sure my, you know, mother or my grandmother talking about exposed girdles would have sort of reacted with similar horror, you know, or maybe not maybe not horror, but would have sort of been like, hey girl, your cows are getting I out. distinctly
0: remember having a, a like a gentleman relative, I don't know if it was an uncle or someone, and when I was like 10 or 11, pulling my hair into a ponytail at like some family party. And he was like, you sh- shouldn't do that in front of people. You should excuse yourself. And, and I was like 10. I was like, really? You're not allowed to do your hair and in- Like, I can't put my hair in a ponytail in front of people? Shit. We also have a list of just general Moments. glamour things we've said in the past that are fucked, which m- I think we should visit because some of them are the horrific.
2: Most, the most egregious of which is from September 1956. A woman can't make a million dollars.
0: Oh, That one is just like
2: ambition is an admirable thing in a young man but just try ambitious in front of the word woman and what do you see a grim single-minded dame and with a ride-hard compulsion
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean First of all, she sounds like a woman I want to hang out with.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a nasty woman in the best way.
1: I also love the word dame. Dame. So throwing that in there where it was like a single-minded dame, I was like, you could read this sort of like a single-minded dame with a rad-hard compulsion. Like, she could have been in any sort of sweet gangster flick, you know, where she's like, you know, taking names and taking charge. Also, just that opening sentence, a woman
0: can't make a million dollars. Just can't (sighs) do it. So that's a shame. Which also,
1: there were women who were millionaires
2: the first female millionaire was a black woman it way before this wait
1: what you just dropped that dropped some amazing knowledge
2: i I, uh, tell
1: us more about this i
2: I recently learned that fact the first female millionaire was madam cj walker
0: tell me about madam cj walker so
2: madam cj walker was an african-american entrepreneur and philanthropist and political and social activist um, and she was the first female self-made millionaire. Wait, what year? I mean, her lifespan was only from the 1860s, and she died in 1919.
1: But then it already happened. So, like, this not isn't only is this just fucked; it's also factually incorrect. Factually, it's factually incorrect. incorrect. I mean, maybe this was before we had a really amazing research department. They would have been like, actually, that's not true. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, way to go, wrong. C.J. Walker.
0: Um, I really like this one from July 1959. Glamour's cover announces that nine out of ten American women can be more beautiful. Oh, well, thank God. Just when you thought you couldn't be more beautiful, don't worry. You definitely can. You definitely can.
1: Don't worry, or we're and out of it. And for one of you, there's just no hope. So yeah, for one of you, you're you're, you're pretty enough as is. We've talked yes. a lot about oh, fashion, fashion, and beauty, um, fashion. which I think are the things that you sort of expect. Yeah, but the hidden about danger opinions were actually around diet. Hmm. Um, and in 1940, in an early diet story, and you know, and this is the 40, so you know, a while, a while ago, we proposed a meal plan that basically consisted of warm water, Mm-mm. black coffee, and spinach. Mm. Wow, all groups represented by that. Right, right, there. right. Yeah. a Very rounded wow. diet. Warm water? Warm water, black coffee, because you gotta stay sharp. Sharp. Yeah, that's true. And spinach, because so, you so you don't die. Greens,
2: <laughs> so you don't die. <laughs> little so you don't die. For a little texture.
0: Warm water and black coffee is P.S. just black coffee. There's literally like, nothing there you can eat with a knife and fork.
2: You're talking a maximum of 600 to 700 <laughs> calories per day.
1: I don't know, per week. And boredom, per just week. sheer boredom. So obviously Glamour has been doing do's and don'ts for decades. We kind of don't really anymore. The don't is actually doing do's and don'ts. How do we handle the do's and don'ts now?
2: Um, now we have a page in the back of the book dedicated to a do that, you know, ladies that we love are uh, doing in the public eye.
1: So it's basically just, it's all a do. Right. It's all do's. It's all do's. As well it should be. Yeah, agreed. Way yeah. to go. All right, so what are our dues for 2017? I, for one, am now determined to be a dame with a single minded, ride hard compulsion. <laughs> mm. That is a great do. Mm-hmm. I have to say,
0: Work wife, you are almost all the way there.
1: I feel like there's a boob do here for me because that really resonated. You should actually be embracing several of these because as we know you've got two different size boobs anyway. Oh that's true. You could be an A and a B. That's true. Or a b oh and goodness. a C. Right, that's right, look at all
2: the options you have. That's you could that. do
1: any cup size. You could do any cup. I, I could do
0: any cup because there's always room for snacks. There's always room for the snacks. The bigger the cup, the bigger the snack cup. Mm-hmm. Yes. So my do is just being any cup? I, I feel it. I mean I maybe yours is embracing the diversity
1: of my boobs. Your boobs. Embracing your full boob potential. Maybe it is.
2: Just let each of your boobs you know be themselves. who they want to be. Be who they want to be. Free to be you and me, as Noah Thomas wish, said.
1: I wish I could say that we've talked more about Annie's boobs on this podcast than any other podcast, but Same. the truth is we just we haven't. We haven't gotten close.
2: They got their moment.
1: Noah, what's yours?
2: I wish I had more concrete do's just and don'ts for 17. Um, we
1: just want the do's. Just the do's. We
0: just want the do's. Oh, just the do's. Yeah. Well, wing
2: it. Here's, what I'll,
0: here's what I'll do. Yeah, nice. Yes. see what you did yeah. there.
2: See what I did there? I encourage every woman to try a new denim shape for in 2017. Oh, I love that. Ooh. Even if they have been... Also
0: incredibly practical, unlike ours. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir.
2: Thank you. Even... That's why
0: you work in the fashion
2: <laughs> Even if they've been told not to try this shape because of... Someone telling some, you know, a person in their life telling them they shouldn't. I think they, you know, I I encourage women to embrace a new shape, especially for denim in 2017. I'm going to do it. I'll do it.
0: Noah, thank you so much for coming.
2: Thanks for having me. You were really the
0: voice of reason. Very excellent. Yeah.
2: Oh, how can thank people you. get
0: more of your reason in their lives?
2: <laughs> if you want more of my reason, you can uh, pick up an issue of Glamour any month, and you can see some of my writings, or you can follow me on Instagram at Noah Silverstein.
0: We'll, we'll have you back too. Yeah, I love would to have you love you back. that.
2: Thanks have for you
1: coming. Back. Thanks.
0: I didn't uh, I didn't want to shame you in front of our guest but I just want to point out that literally all you've had today is a black coffee some green
1: fucking looking spinachy juice and water I mean first of all I see your point <laughs> but I will I- say that i've also had milk in my coffee okay and i did have half a chocolate croissant all right good. it was just that i got it off a giveaway table so it's like it didn't count okay that's true
0: can can we go get you a carb now
1: you know i need like like a real food
0: yeah something you can cut with a knife and fork.
1: i mean i love a vegetable and a straw sure but let's get you something you can chew on with cheese Workwives is produced by Ben Riskin and ACAST. Our associate producer, Katiri Benjamin, keeps the ship afloat. And we have production support from the whole staff at Glamour, including Anna Maysline, Lizzie Logan, and Simone Kitchens. And we're recorded right here at Kane Nast Studio in NYC.